Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I take you on a journey with the interview with Amin Ka at the Oasis Festival 2019 in Marrakesh. Amin Ka is described as Morocco's ambassador of electronic music. He is also the founder of Morocco Loco. And we met him during the Oasis Festival and talked with him about his music, his productions, his sets, the unbelievable magic of the Sahara and many other nice spots in his home country. Enjoy! Amin. We are here at the Oasis Festival. Thank you so much for taking the time for the interview. My pleasure. Anytime. <laughs> so you are the ambassador of electronic music. That's what people call you in Marrakesh. And uh, you're a resident DJ at this wonderful festival here uh, at the Oasis Festival. And uh, it's not your first edition. But uh, tell us a bit about this one, this year's edition. So it's, uh, it's actually the fifth edition of Oasis Festival. And it's my fifth edition too. Uh, I started, uh, yeah, the first year I played here was 2015. Uh, it was actually here. So the festival started at Villa Hotel, then it went two years at the Source, and it's been the second year in a row that it's at Villa Hotel. What can I say about Oasis? Oasis, when it came the first year, was a huge surprise for everybody here in Morocco. I've been doing parties here for 15 years, and uh, you know, been booking a lot of DJs, been doing a lot of parties, but... Uh, we always dreamt about, you know, that big festival that would bring all those super amazing artists from all around the world uh, and the biggest ones. And Oasis came and, yeah, they were like, hey, we're here and we're going to bring the best DJs in the world and we're going to do it professionally in a very good way. And, uh, yeah, obviously they contacted me the first year to work with them. And since then I've been working with them every year. Um, this edition is uh, pretty intense. The lineup is very different uh, compared to the other years. Um, I mean, Friday, I, Friday I parted the whole night, and there was like uh, Theo Paris and Moody Band. They were playing disco and funk and classic house, and I was like, "Wow, this is so amazing!" I don't know if the kids were really happy about it. <laughs> musically experienced exactly but as a, you know as an old head like me I was super happy and uh, yeah it's the third day I'm playing today on the main stage at nine right uh, at nine there's the lineup there's trick there's robag room there's mind against there's Dixon back to back am uh, there might be a surprise after that I think we're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> Good that we have a talk now. <laughs> I think we're going to have a lot of fun. That's yeah. all I can say. <laughs> yeah. And also your music. I mean, it's always, you can always hear the roots um, of your country, but also it's very like what people nowadays hear. So when you produce music, is that something you always have in mind? Or when you when you actually play your sets like also today, is that something that is already in your blood or is that something that comes out of the now? It's uh, I, I don't really think too much. I mean, I've been DJing for 20 years now. For many years, I was overthinking and preparing my sets and I realized that it was a big mistake. The most important thing is to play with your heart and to play with your soul. 
uh, and I'm Moroccan and my soul is tribal my soul is the groove my soul is uh, spiritual uh, and that's what comes out from my music so I'm not a techno DJ I'm not a deep house DJ I'm not a progressive DJ I'm not a house DJ I'm just somebody who plays whatever music he likes uh, obviously depending on the hour depending on the landscape depending on a lot of stuff but uh, I don't like to define myself musically but um, I define myself the way I play and usually that's how people recognize me it's like I can play tracks from anybody but the way I play them is what makes me who I am and what got me where I am right now and when you say it's always also the spiritual connection um, I was in the desert for one night a few days ago Merzuga? Um, Merzuga Hamid um, Hamid okay yeah. so the other desert okay yeah, yeah. and it was such a powerful experience because there's really silence you don't really hear wind in the leaves or whatever it's really silence and this for me was also a very spiritual experience and i felt that magic about your country so is this also what what influences the music that you play of course i mean uh, actually you're, you're talking about hamid but there's another yeah. desert that is called merzuga yeah. which is at the border with algeria and uh, i've been doing actually events there for a long yeah. time uh, it's uh, it's it's one of Shigaga, Shigaga was. Er it, it, but you went at Er Shigaga, which is yeah, 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 right. Yes, so it's yeah. south of Wakhzazat. Oh, Merzuga, okay. Merzuga is actually still old ocean, and it's one of the okay. most magnetic uh, places in the world. There's like a lot of meteorite showers, and when you get there, as soon as you get, you don't need to drink, you don't need to smoke, you don't need to do anything. You already feel high, yeah. because. I, I don't know, this is not something that you can describe. You have to live it. Uh, and I've been doing events there for since 2007 now. And for me, the desert is one of the most magical places in the world. And I'm talking about the Moroccan desert because this is one that I know. But the desert, you know, in general, yeah, has something very special, uh, very spiritual. And you just, uh, I mean, there's nothing around you. So you actually find yourself because that's the only thing that is in front of you is yourself. Um, and yeah, of course, I mean, my music has been um, influenced by it, uh, influenced by Morocco in general, uh, by the musical culture of Morocco. We have like, I think last time, I think there was like 13 different uh, genres of Moroccan music. Some are thousands years old. Um, and yeah, all of this makes what I am. Mixed, of course, with uh, I lived between Paris and Sydney for 10 years. Uh, I've been partying in Europe since 2001, 2002. So, you know, started going to Ibiza when DC10 didn't have a roof and the, 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 the walls were yellow. Um, I've been partying in Berlin since 2005 and been playing there for the past like six years, three, three four times per year. Obviously, all my travels from Asia, South America, everywhere. Um, it's all those experiences that makes who I am right now as a human being, but also as a musician. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we already talked about um, Oasis Festival. Another one that is upcoming in the next month, it's Moga Festival. Yeah. And in general, in Morocco, there are a lot of festivals going on. Um, but the club scene is not really, for electronic music, it's not so um, 
yeah, well set. Um, what do you think about the scene here in general, like the local scene? Because you also have your own event series where you bring a lot of, um, where you bring back the underground actually. Um, but what is your general impression about the scene in Morocco? The, so I'm going to talk about clubs first. The, yeah. the, back in the days, we had a few clubs, like 2003 till 2007. We had a few clubs. Uh, we had Platinum, which was an amazing club between Rabat and uh, Sherat. Uh, in, in Sherat, sorry. So in Sherat, between Rabat and Casablanca. We used to bring amazing DJs. We had Pasha Marrakesh, also used to book amazing DJs. But uh, the reason why, actually, I created Morocco Loco, my events, was because, yeah, at some point I was like tired of the clubs because it was just, you know, everybody needs to be seen and the music was horrible and it was about like bottle service and everything. And when I came back from Europe and I moved back to Morocco, I, I just felt like there was a gap that needs to be filled. And the first event we did, and this is how Morocco Loco was created, is the rule at the door was here, they say, tenue correct exige. So you have to be well-dressed to get in. Our mojo was you have to be well undressed to get in so if you're dressed well you're not gonna get in that's for sure get naked I might consider get you in <laughs> uh, and you know we were always like leave your brain at the door and we really tried to bring some of that European mentality of freedom uh, you know I mean when you go out to listen to, when you go out to a club and listen to music you want to you want to have fun you want to forget about everything not just look around and be like oh. so this is how we started but when we started it was really tough because there was nothing literally uh, when, when we started on 2009-2010 the whole scene had died we had a scene we had amazing parties we had amazing festivals but then 2007-2009 everything just fell into pieces but I think that's what happened kind of everywhere you know yeah. this is 2007 2008 2009 this is where all this EDM yes. started and so a lot of places just started to yeah. fall down and so Morocco was the same so this was 2009-2010 I mean in the beginning it was really nice small community but then it grew it grew it grew fast forward later so 10 years later it's insane yes so uh, but I'm talking about promoters not clubs Now you have promoters, maybe you'll have between, I don't know, six or ten different underground electronic parties all around Morocco. So, you know, Tangier, Tangier is just starting, but Rabat, Casablanca, Marrakech. You have promoters everywhere. You have DJs everywhere. Uh, you have new producers who are starting to really be known all around the world. Uh, you have festivals. Every month you hear about this new promoter who wants to do a new festival. Yeah. So the seed now is going well. Yeah. And the reason why it's going well is not just because of the event, but because also really of uh, you know, the people who are doing the parties and the producers. Mm -hmm. That's something that we didn't have back in the days. Yeah. When I started, we were maybe, I don't know, like 10 underground DJs, but most of them, they weren't producing, which is still the case now. But now the kids, the new kids on the block, the new DJs, they are also producers. And they release in big labels and they play their music all around the world. And Which three names would you name here? Oh, you have a lot actually uh, that are booked this year. That's that one, of, one, of, one of the reasons why I really love Oasis this year is because they really emphasized on the, the new generation. I mean, I'm the only old guy here. I'm the dinosaur. <laughs> Look at me like if I was their dad. <laughs> But no, I mean, you have uh, the guys from Casa Voyager. Mm -hmm. 
uh, who are playing here. It's uh, Dries Binis uh, and um, so OCB mm -hmm. and uh, Kosh. Mm -hmm. uh, you have Nomads. Uh, some that are not booked here, but who are really amazing. Already played. You have Mr. ID. Uh, you have Ciel Assad. You have Phoenix. Uh, you have Bassam. He also played here. Uh, I know I'm I'm forgetting some. And guys, I'm really sorry if I forgot about you. <laughs> Three days of partying, four months of touring. My brain is scrambled. Sorry. <laughs> So when people travel to, or when electronic music lovers travel to Marrakesh for the first time, what are the three things that should really be on their list? Like either a festival or a place or something you would recommend them to have a look on? I mean, to be honest, there is, uh, I can't tell you something where you have to go all the time because there's there is none I mean you know one day there will be a party somewhere another day there will be a party somewhere and one weekend there will be nothing uh, you have some very nice places if you want to meet some cool people you can for example go to L'Envers uh, which is a bar here in Marrakech who has very good lineups uh, very good music it's actually one of the only places in Morocco where actually you know from Wednesday to Sunday they have DJs who play underground electronic music might not be your style might not be my style But it's very eclectic and, you know, they are fighting to keep it this way. Uh, and then, I mean, if you want to have a drink, you can go to Le Barometre. They have very good music. Uh, it's a speakeasy, some of the best cocktails in Morocco. And then after that, I mean, obviously Marrakech is a party city, uh, especially when you get to, like, the end of the year. Uh, so, you know, like, yes, last year they had... Uh, You know, they had like Enemy, Rampard, everybody. There's like Damien Lazarus coming. So you have some weekends that are really big. But apart from that, um, Marrakech is a very... Um, it's a party city, but most of the things uh, happen in, uh, behind closed doors. So you will get, I know, you will get a private party with Martinez Brothers and Telafas, for example. Or you get a private party with Black Coffee and Blondish. I'm telling you stuff that actually happened. Uh, like Blondish and... Um, Black coffee was like, I don't know, like three months ago, just for 100 people. So that's what Marrakech is all about. Yeah. Um, it's behind closed doors, and but then there is so much more to see than partying. I mean, I'm a party boy, but sometimes, you know, it's also good to do other stuff. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, really. I can imagine, and I can prove that. <laughs> so we already talked about Morocco Loco a bit. Um, you founded it in 2009, so 2000, that was... Yeah, 2009, 2010. Yeah. So it almost Nobody really knows. <laughs> Even me, I don't know. <laughs> But it's really a great thing that you built 10 years ago. And um, it has a huge, huge influence on the local scene. And also that you're a resident at some of the festivals, that you bring in new people. Um, what are the other influences that brought you or that Morocco Loco brought into the local scene? Well, Morocco Loco, is, I mean, especially for the new generation, and that's that's one of the things that I'm really proud of. Is a lot of you know, a lot of kids they just come and they say that uh, you know Morocco Loco is the first electronic music party that they went to. Yeah. Some of the DJs actually that are playing this year, the young generation, will tell you the same. They will tell you we discovered electronic music with Morocco Loco, um, and obviously they were kids seeing this like you know 10 years later. Now they are successful and you know they made a name for themselves. Something that I'm really proud of uh, we're also proud of I think you know in our very very small uh, scale try to change the mentalities of some people you know those people who you know they were getting out just to 
that scene and everything, I think they discovered something that is different and that you don't need to pretend. You just can come and enjoy yourself and be who you are and you can be accepted the way you are. And that's something that was very important for us and it, it was actually the most important thing for me. Uh, obviously, you know, we live in Morocco, uh, it's in Africa, it's a Muslim country. It is one of the most advanced thinking country in the Muslim world, if not the most advanced. But still, it's, uh, there's a lot of things to do and, you know, my very small scale, I've tried to change things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, we are already in September now. There are more festivals coming. Yes. But how does your autumn and winter this year look like? Uh, so now, I mean, now I'm going to take a break. Uh, I've been touring since early May, around two, three gigs per week. Uh, it's amazing. I'm not complaining at all. I am the happiest man in the world. But, you know, I think I need some rest. Yeah. Uh, so then we're going to open the Morocco Loco season abroad. Uh, so we're doing like we're doing Madrid, uh, Montreal, uh, Berlin. Uh, uh, what are we doing else? Paris. Uh, I mean, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna try to 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 do some new stuff uh, next year, uh, next year this year, but after after uh, September, uh, I'm playing at Moga, which is also a festival that I'm really looking forward to. I, I didn't do the first years, but I did it last year, and I really like the vibe and yeah. the lineup is mostly my friends who are playing yeah. so this is going to be a big mess and it's going to be a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah then I mean it's uh, then we're already like mid-October it's ADE um, and then it's playing in Europe then I have my South American tour uh, then back to Europe then it's uh, North America then it's Tulum then it's Asia we're already in February and then back to the Caribbean I mean it's um it's gonna be fun <laughs> but I need to sleep for two yes. weeks before <laughs> that's true I'm not getting scared just by talking about my schedule <laughs> so you also don't really have time to see your family here right and uh, no, I, I enjoy mean, the time with the friends in Morocco the thing is that my family uh, I, I, I see it as uh, it's more important to have quality time than quantity time so bottom line, I'm not here very often, but when I'm here, I'm dedicated to them. So like I wake up in the morning, I get my daughters to school, I get them back, I try to spend as much time as I can. Um, and yeah, then, I'm, then, I'm, then I leave, uh, but I try to leave like not too long. For example, like if I gig, gig on Saturday, then I'll leave on Saturday afternoon and I'll come back on Sunday morning. Uh, well, I don't know, like Sunday morning, tired, but I still made it back, so it's okay. <laughs> So I'm really looking forward to your set in almost uh, three hours. Yeah. yeah. And thank you so much for the interview. My pleasure. Um, I will be here for one more week, so uh, I will check out your spots. Amazing. And I'll give you more. I'll give you way more. Don't worry. Great. It's actually, actually, that's what I'm trying to explain explain to people who come to Marrakech you know you have Marrakech that is you know cliche that you have to do uh, which is uh, the square uh, Jamal Fna, the Jardin Mazorel the Yves Saint Laurent Museum 
uh, getting around the city, getting around the Medina, it's very important. And it's something that you have to do because it's, it's, it is amazing. Like even me, it's my city, it's where I live, but I still enjoy it. And it's part of the culture as well. But you have so many amazing other stuff to do. You can go to the Urika Valley. They're all like 35 minute yes. ride. So the nice. Urika Valley is insane. I'll give you some spots. The um, lake Lelechekerkust is insane. The Agafai Desert is insane. I'll give you all the spots and you check them and you'll tell me about it. Thank you so much. <laughs> See you then. My pleasure. <laughs> Bye. You probably are already packing your suitcase and want to travel to the beautiful country of Morocco and um, yeah I can announce that there will be a new travel guide coming um, for things you can do before or after the wonderful festivals of Marrakesh and uh, Morocco in general and also please visit um, the website of tunesandwings.com because there are more tips for Morocco listed This will guarantee you a great time in this beautiful country. Thank you so much for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned. <laughs>